Drink responsibly. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Friday has one F, but you know what has two? Phil in Frank. Wow. That's two, Mike. We're starting off this show like Sesame Street. (laughs) What are we doing here? Going through the alphabet? Uh, Huh? Well, we'll get to I. I saw eventually. <laughs> and all the way down, we'll get to Wilbon. We'll get there. So the I was always last. At some Sitting in the back of the room when I was a little kid. Welcome to PTI. Tony tapped out at today's show. So we're here to do his work for him is our great friend, Mr. Frank Isola. <laughs> yeah. And hear them all the way. Two, two F somehow. Let's start with the end of the season for the Atlanta Braves. Nick Castellanos hit two solo home runs to help the Phillies win last night's game in the division series by the same 3-1 margin. Like last year, the Phillies finished 14 games behind the Braves in the regular season. And like last year, Philly topped Atlanta in the playoffs. Frank, what does this role reversal for the second straight postseason say about the Phillies and about (laughs) the Braves? It says a lot about the Phillies. They're about as intimidating and as powerful as their fans that fill that ballpark. I mean, Mike, let's think about this. They've won nine straight playoff games against the National League at home. They're dominant in Philadelphia. And when you talk about power, the Braves led baseball in home runs. They were at hit 11-3 to in terms of home runs in this playoff series. The Phillies at this time of year, give them credit. Their pitching was set up right, and that lineup was terrific. And after that tough loss in Game 2, look at the way they bounced back in Game 3, especially Bryce Harper and Nick Castellanos. How good was he? In this series, unstoppable, 7 of 15 he was with all those home runs. Yeah, Frank, and that bounce back that you speak of, I'm glad you brought that up. It speaks to personality to me. Yep. It speaks to a certain uh, spirit that the Phillies play with. And you look, and it starts with Harper, it does, no matter what people may think of Harper, but Harper and Castellanos and Schwarber, it just seems to go throughout that lineup. But let, let me go back to the Braves for a second. And if we're going to provide them with any sort of excuse... I think you have to look at their rotation, which when they didn't have Morton and Freed, that's a lot to take out. Nobody has four starters these days. You're lucky to have three. If you have two, you better have them both, and they better be lined up properly with the stars to get you through a series. And then the Braves score three runs over those three losses. They get shut out in game one. They score one run last night. So I'm I'm looking, they got so many things working against them. And that Philly power you talk about, they had as many home runs and as much power in August and September as the Braves did. And we were told their lineup was more potent than the 27 Yankees. That's why stats do lie. So, but I look at it and I see personality. And I'm just like, you know what? If you ask me who I want to go into a street fight with, the guys with the Philly uniforms on or guys in the Braves uniforms I'm picking the Phillies for that, Frank. Yeah, and, and think about this, too. Ronald Acuna, that's the player, Ronald Acuna Jr., that's the player you're looking for to come through on the Braves. He was 143 in the series. Yeah. No home runs, no RBIs. And let's remember, the biggest moment of game four, bases load in the seventh inning, he hits that shot to center field. And Roja, Johan Rojas, he looked a little shaky. It looked like he stumbled a minute because the way the wall is set up out there, he knew that he could be running into it. He made the catch. Give him a lot of credit. That was the moment was big. right big there moment. for the Atlanta Braves, right? It was. Absolutely. All right. Uh, baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred says it's too soon 
for him to judge whether there are problems with baseball's playoff format. The top five teams in baseball's regular season combined to go just one for 13. Wow. During the playoffs. The first time none of them will appear in a league championship series. The main criticism, of course, that a five-day break for the top division winners leaves them rusty. Mike, two of the bye teams made the LCS last season, so should we see this season as an aberration and give this format maybe a little more time? Frank, I've been going through this all week, so I'm going to sound like a broken record, people who don't want to hear it too bad. The baseball structure is not just the postseason. The structure is broken. They've departed from it so radically from what baseball was meant to be. I don't mean just by the founding fathers, yep. but from 1880, founding fathers, all the way up through the, 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 the 1990s. For, yep. So 110 years, baseball was one thing. It valued the 162 games right. of the regular right. season. And now it doesn't. It wants to have a postseason party. It used to, you know, proclaim with great haughtiness how it wasn't like uh, uh, the NBA or the NHL, and now it is. And so the more people you throw into this, the more variables, the more pitching and, and different ballparks, you get random results. So baseball needs to live with it, and it's not just a five-day break of uh, uh, lay off the rust. That's not the only thing. You have devalued your regular season, Rob Manfred, so live with it. Because you're not going yeah. back. You're going to take the extra money. I don't want to hear the excuses. It's not too soon. We know what the postseason is. It's broken. Yeah. Mike, you're 100% right. You look at college football, the NHL. You want to look at European soccer. The regular season means something. And that used to be what baseball was about. Baseball is a regular season sport. Now you're getting to the playoffs and you're having that first round where teams get a bye. Teams are not used to being off for five days. Brandon Hyde, the manager of the Baltimore, has said that. Maybe we need a one or two days off, like get our rotation going. But five days off, that's not the rhythm of baseball. They're going to have to change. At the very least, Mike, change this. Just reseed. You know, the Diamondbacks should have played the Atlanta Braves. Philadelphia should have been in, in L.A. playing the Dodgers. Dodgers probably is still going to lose that. Their pitching was a mess. But when you're having this many teams that finish with over 100 wins or teams with Frank, 99 wins, they're not advanced. It's not what the sport was about. Uh, you know, I agree with every word you said. Here's the problem. They're, to, to, to get rid of the five-day buy, all they're going to do is add two more teams. They're going to go up. Well, they're going to add more teams so nobody will get a buy. It's garbage. For what those about a, sing, of us who what about a single game elimination? A um, what about single game? I guess you could, Frank. So you want to reduce the buy from five days to three? Oh, okay. But it's that, that's not baseball. So that you know what? You made your bed. Get in the damn bed. Just do it. And, I don't want to hear their excuses. And, I don't want to hear and, from Manfred on this. And you know what? Spencer Strider of the Atlanta Braves, give him credit after the game. He tried to be He said, you know up. what? Yeah. You know what? If Instead of making excuses, just be ready to play. You know, it's about you being competitive. Not that simple. You have five days off. Not just that simple. But at least... But at, but at least he's taking that he stand. Tried, and he, he was it as a stand-up guy. I'll give him credit. Yep. Baseball gets no credit. They screwed up the postseason. And they got to live many, with it. It's too, you're 100% That's what right. they got. And people will move or on least, from baseball. Or they play will. four out of seven. Play four out of seven then. I get it. We'll be playing into December. Play four yeah. out of seven. Get rid of the off days. Let's move to the NFL. Where the Chiefs top the Broncos in a game as ugly as that score in 19-8. The Chiefs scored just one touchdown and five trips to the red zone, leading Andy Reid to say, quote, we strive for something better than what we're doing right now, close quote. And the Broncos were the inverse of what they've been all season, solid defense, bad offense. 
Frank, would you rather focus on where the five and one Chiefs or the one and five Broncos stand through six? Come on, Mike. With that quarterback and with the record that they already have, you're not going to be worried about the Chiefs. All the Chiefs ever do Ooh. is they win their division. Hang on, I'm hang take on, and they play with you in a minute. And, and they play home playoff games. They've played eleven since he's become the starting quarterback. So I, it's a I can't judge them on playing Sunday. The next thing you know, they're playing Thursday. They won the game. Ultimately, that's all that matters. This is more about the Broncos with the head coach Sean Payton, and you have Russell Wilson at quarterback right now. That marriage isn't working out. Where is this thing headed with the money that Russell Wilson has, and then Sean Payton? Let's face it, Ooh. he has had he has had a rough go here. They're not winning games. How about the timeout he's called at the end of the first half? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> On a fourth down when you're going to give the ball back and allow the Chiefs to come down the field and get yet another field goal. To me, this is still more about the Broncos and how nothing has changed. And the, Sean Payton set himself up by killing the previous coaching staff. Now he realizes the trouble that he walked into. The Broncos don't matter. The Broncos are irrelevant. The Broncos aren't worth talking about on any network anymore <laughs> until they win – at least two games and maybe three straight games, and they can't do that. So the, the Broncos are set aside. Let me get to why the Kansas City Chiefs could have trouble. Offensively, right. where they're only like, I don't know, ninth in the league in total offense right now, that's not good enough for them. Let me tell you why. Who's and you wouldn't notice right? this. It's not the quarterback. Who's yeah. calling the plays for the quarterback, Frank? It's not Andy, Andy. Reid, who may need to go back to it. It's Matt Nagy. You may not remember him, but I do. I've seen his offense fail miserably. That's why he got fired in Chicago. The Kansas City Chiefs better get the responsibility of that offense away from Nagy, and either Andy Reid better do it himself or replace somebody. Remember, he Mike. replaced what, Biennemi on some level? Frank, that's Mike, a disaster Mike, Mike, in waiting. Mike, Mike, we lived, you and I lived through a guy in Chicago, number 23. This is the football equivalent of it. Everything you talk about, that guy on fourth down, they Frank, always convert, come play. He Mike, can be ruined. He can Mike. be ruined. It's, it, maybe for another quarterback, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's at a different all level right. than everyone all in the right. league, we'll and all we're the guy ever does is win, we and all he ever does track. is play at home. We're going to save this clip, and when Matt Nagy is replaced by Andy Reid, Who are you picking in the AFC? Who are you picking in the AFC over the Kansas City Chiefs? But come on yet. now. I don't know yet. Yeah, it's there early. isn't anybody. I don't like the AFC at all. No, Because there's one team. Huh? There's one team you trust. Maybe with Mahomes Jacksonville, maybe. Yeah. And the Let's tight end, too. We, I guess we have to mention him. Coming up. Who should be more motivated Sunday? Bill Belichick or Josh McDaniel? I'm not picking them in the AFC. And should we expect the Liberty, oh boy, to beat Ooh. the Aces and get back Ooh. into the WNBA Finals on Sunday? Eww. You look at the Chiefs and what they are in the red zone and why. Huh? It's huh? It's a regular season, and they keep winning. All right. That, All right. There's one guy you trust. All it's right. Mahomes. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Truly Hard Seltzer, part of Happy Hour. Time to spank Frank and toss-up. Let's get the first one from the producer over the loudspeaker. Toss-up, who should have more motivation to win Sunday's reunion, Bill Belichick or Josh McDaniels? Frank, this is real simple to me. Bill Belichick has no motivation to do anything. He can do it because he's Bill Belichick. But if he's not motivated, if he decided Sunday morning, you know what, I don't feel like coaching today. I'm just going to sleep through this one. He's Bill Belichick. Now, one of those rings goes back to the ring company, Jostens or whoever's making the damn rings. McDaniels, those are high school rings. Come on. I know those are eyes where my high school <laughs> ring was. Listen, McDaniels has coached for like four-plus seasons or parts of four seasons as a head coach. He didn't make the playoffs. He's got all the motivation all the time, no matter who's on the other sideline, but particularly when Parcell, Parcells, when Belichick is there, so don't tell me Belichick has any motivation. Yeah, see, it's all you, you, McDaniels. All you have Matt Nagy on the brain right I now. I do. I do. You, you 100% do. They, he, first of all, Bill Belichick is 0-2 against Josh McDaniels. So, do I need to remind so, you how last year ended with the lateral when Chandler Jones caught it, ran over Do I need to remind you Jones? how this ends right, for Belichick's Mike, fingers? Mike. Mike, you know what's happened to the New England Patriots over the last two weeks? Yeah. They've lost by 30 points yeah. over seven they got days. Crushed. They got crushed. Under, under Robert Kraft, that had never happened, losing by 30 points twice in a season. It happened twice in seven. It doesn't matter relative it, to this Mike, other dude who's Mike, never even been to the scoring, playoffs. The offense is scoring 10 points okay. a game. He needs his right. Their season is kaput. Yes, they don't get it is. This. And it's against Josh McDaniel. Guy what that about McDaniel's season, this season, and every other one he's ever coached? All right, that's fair. <laughs> but <laughs> Thank you for that. Come but on. this is Bill Beller. Now people are saying, are they going to get rid of him after the season? No, Should he step down? Should they bring no, in? No, they're not going to get rid Mike of him. Mike Rabel as the coach. He, he could just oversleep his alarm. It's okay. It's Belichick. What's next? Toss up. Who you got in Sunday's game three of the WNBA finals? The Aces or the Liberty? I got the Aces. You, you can't. I just said going to the game two, the Liberty got to come back. They, gotta, I know. they couldn't even play well. What were they down? Like 18 to two or something like that? Does 19 that to two. Frank, Frank, I, I, don't, I don't see how. You need a rabid Phillies-like crowd in Brooklyn. Oh, wait. They are barely awake in Brooklyn. It is the worst home court advantage, home court situation in terms of spirit in the entire NBA, all 30 teams, maybe Washington, and the entire WNBA, all whatever it is, 12 teams. It's the worst. There's nothing to rally the aces. 
I want, I'm sorry, let Ratty the Liberty. I want to see a series, Frank. It's not happening. It's not. First of all, Brooklyn is a hipster town. I was born there. Watch what you say, number one. <laughs> okay. Number two, we're going to put on the fans and not on Brianna Stewart, Sabrina Ionescu, the way that they've played. Here's yeah, the problem. They, they've been bad. This was supposed to be a super team. There's been one super team yeah. thus far in the series. You know, the Aces have outscored the Liberty by 45 points. Yeah. They're the first team in WNBA Finals history to shoot 50% from the field, 40% from threes in back-to-back games. And no you resistance. and I talked about this over the last two weeks. No resistance. Asia Wilson, Asia Wilson is motivated by not winning not the MVP. Yeah. And Becky Hammond got her all stirred up. How did she, she not did. win it? It was a joke. This well, is Stewie's Carmelo got an answer. and Michael Jordan almost 30 years ago. It's the same thing. The, the better player on the better team has – whether it's, you know, fake or generated from the head coach, that's her motivation. Agreed. To feel that she was somehow slighted, and they have been dominant in this series. quote the great Frank Isola, th- that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but let me tell you what is also fair. Brooklyn's home court situation, it stinks. It's dark My, and quiet. It's like a library. It's theater lighting. It's they do it in L.A. Yeah, they you, do it you're in the, the not L.A. Get, get some light. Show us who's Ted in Lasso the arena. Ted Lasso goes to those games. Brooklyn, Pablo a, Torre goes to those you games. Hipsters, you hipsters better get a real arena because you stink <laughs> right now. He's killing the fans. It's, it, this is, this is not awful. Brianna Stewart. Stewie's asleep. <laughs> Stewie <laughs> and Inescu, they're still napping like Belichick could nap right through the game. He doesn't need the motivation. That's it. The fans. We're taking one last break. Still to come, Dion in Colorado. Back on the field tonight. What should we expect against Stanford? And a frenetic finish to last night's West Virginia-Houston game. You have to see to absolutely believe. Are you going to the game? Are you going to that game Sunday? I will be there. 3 o'clock. Where are you going to be? I'll I'll be be watching the NFL. Because this network's programming and the WNBA, the executives... Double thumbs down. They stink like Brooklyn's arena. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Pardon the interruption is presented by Truly Hard Seltzer. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Time to get happy, people. 
Happy 62nd birthday to Glenn Doc Rivers. You know him as a title-winning NBA coach or an all-star guard, but I first knew him as a playground star across Chicagoland at a time when area high schools also featured guys like uh, Mark Aguirre and Isaiah Thomas. After splitting with the Sixers, Doc traveled all summer, told the Boston Globe, quote, I didn't know I needed a break, but I needed a break, close quote. He's back in the booth now as an analyst with this network and told NBA Today Wednesday that his relationship with James Harden wasn't bad, wasn't good, just pretty much neutral. His advice for the disgruntled guard, just play and it will work out. Don't let Doc play you from the senior tees. He's trying to creep up there now. Don't let him do it. I'm, I'm not putting that relationship on Doc Rivers. James Harden finally spoke today for the first time since joining the Sixers. He said, can your relationship with the front office be repaired? Obviously, that's Daryl Morey. He said emphatically, no. Eventually, they're going to trade him. I'm not putting this on Doc. This not is at James all. Harden. This is on Harden. Please. Yep. Happy anniversary, Derek Jeter. On this day 22 years ago, your backhanded flip nailed Jeremy Giambi at the plate to save a playoff win for the Yankees in a legendary play. Shane Spencer's throw from right had sailed over two cutoff men, but Jita streaked across the infield to feel the ball himself and flip it to Jorge Posada just in time. Yankees manager Joe Torre told SNY.com, the team actually practiced this play in spring training. Come on now. And also credited Posada with staying home rather than trying to back it up and feel the offline throw. The Yankees would go on to eliminate the A's and then the Mariners before falling to the Diamondbacks in a very emotional World Series in games in seven games. I, I know people outside of New York don't like hearing this about Derek Jeter, but part of the mystique was he came through in the clutch. He did All bat the 308 time. in 158 postseason games, and yeah. that defensive play right there. By the way, Mike, that was the same year that he hit the home run right after the clock struck midnight on November 1st. And the headlines all over the back pages of the papers in New York, Mr. November. Just no Derek question. Jeter. Derek Jeter is one of the all-time greats. If you hate, I don't care who you are. Hating Derek Jeter is just stupid and a yeah. waste of your time and ours. Happy trails to last night's game for West Virginia. What a finish in Houston. Down three with 22 seconds left and facing fourth and ten from the 50. The Mountaineers connected for an improbable touchdown to take the lead with just 12 ticks left. But... West Virginia drew a flag for celebratory helmet removal, helping Houston's subsequent field position. After a quick eight-yard completion, Cougars quarterback Donovan Smith sent a 49-yard Hail Mary toward the end zone as time expired. And the prayer gets answered when Stephon Johnson comes down with the batted ball for the Houston win. Man, that was a great win. Do you have a problem with the referees calling that penalty right there? Yeah, not really. I don't. Helmet removal gets stupid. We got to go and run to the big finish, Frank. Daniel Jones is out against the Bills with a neck injury. Your thoughts, sir? Uh, Tyrod Taylor is going to start. He played for the Bills. I feel sorry for him having to be in front of that offensive or behind that offensive line. He's going to get crushed. Deshaun Watson, big story here in Cleveland. He's going to miss the Browns game against the Niners with a shoulder injury. Is that a big deal? Blowout. Victor Wimbanyama back on the court tonight. You intrigued? I'll tell you what, Bam Adebayo is not going to play, so he's not going to go up against Miami's best. But when Benyama has looked better in the preseason, he did in summer league. Stanford at Colorado tonight. Do you like Dion to get a win? Yeah, if Dion wins this one, that'll be five. He'll need one more to become bowl eligible for a team that was just, for a program that was lost. Unbelievable season, even with two losses. Last one, number 25 Miami at number 12 North Carolina tomorrow. Will the heels, Frank, stay unbeaten? 
I think they will. And if Miami had just you know, t- taken a knee in their oh. last game, they would be undefeated be right matchup. now. We have two yeah. undefeated teams. Uh, we're out of time. Thanks for watching. I'm Frank Isola. And I'm Mike Wilbon. Have a great weekend, knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.